Hello, welcome back to the On My Mind podcast, the podcast where I, Ava, tell you all the things that go on inside my head as a 23-year-old just trying to figure out life. I am on one today. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I woke up with a purpose. I woke up with a fire under my ass today. And uh, it's currently 4.30 and I knew I had to record this podcast today because I'm just feeling really inspired to. Basically, I have put off cleaning my apartment, organizing, decluttering, all of the things for about a month and a half now. It used to be something I was so diligent about doing once a week on a smaller scale and then at least every other week on a bigger scale of doing the bigger things, cleaning a lot and decluttering and such. And I haven't had the motivation to, which I know you can't always rely on motivation to do things, but I had no desire to clean, but it was weighing down on me for so long. And it's the little things because I think when you look at my place as a whole, it's pretty put together and tidy on the outside. But then, you know, you look at the sink a little bit closely and you see it's pretty dirty. The shower curtain liner is getting a little bit of mold on the bottom, you know, just little things like that that I feel like I notice. I don't even know if Micah notices and we live together, but it's something that I notice and I think it's been weighing heavy on me that I haven't cleaned in a while because I'm someone who really takes joy and pride in keeping my space clean and tidy and it also affects my mood and my mental state. So genuinely, I've been waiting for this to happen because I knew, I knew it would, there would come a day where I would just get so fed up and a rush of motivation would come. I didn't know when it would. I've been waiting a while, but today it came. So I cleared my schedule. Genuinely, I knocked every single thing off that I had to do because I was like, this is a once in a lifetime feeling and I'm not gonna let it pass. I woke up around 7.30 today. I started cleaning at eight and I stopped at three. So do the math. That is seven hours. I'll do it for you. (laughs) Seven hours of straight cleaning, decluttering, organizing, getting bags of donation stuff, getting bags of clothes that I want to sell because I'm going to start selling on Poshmark again, which I'm really excited about. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, just doing every single thing. I went through each room individually and I feel so good. I feel so much relief and I feel like it happened at a perfect time because I can probably do one more little clean before the new year, but this felt like my New Year's cleaning. Truly, I have not cleaned my apartment so vigorously in one day since I've lived here. So that was just a very satisfying feeling. Thus, I knew I needed to record this New Year's themed episode today just because I'm really feeling in the mood. So hopefully this energy will rub off on you because literally the whole day today, I was watching productive vlogs on YouTube, reset routine videos on YouTube. I also watched Eloise at Christmas time. (laughs) which was so good. I forgot that movie existed. And it's crazy because that's one of my favorite childhood Christmas movies. Not maybe number one or number two, but maybe number four or number five. It's up there. So good. Such a cute movie. Julie Andrews raised me. So love that woman. I know I was on a roll because I did not film any of it. Not for TikTok, not for YouTube, which sucks because I love to do a New Year's cleaning video or getting my life together or reset routine video for the new year. I was so focused. That was the last thing on my mind. And I knew that if I tried worrying about angles and talking, I would just not have been able to perform and execute. And that was more important today. So anyway, hopefully 
my energy is here and it can rub off on you today as we get into this episode. I've been, I've been very excited the whole day to sit down and talk to you. And now that I'm done, I can just sit here, relax. I have a crisp apple Olipop. Let me tell you, this is my favorite flavor and they only have it this time of year, which is a bummer. It's so, so yummy. First of all, Olipop is like a healthy soda. Not even a soda. It's like a prebiotic kind of drink that's carbonated. It's so yummy. It's got quite a few different benefits and this flavor is only once a year which is a bummer because it's my favorite and it tastes like sparkling cider and I grew up drinking sparkling cider that and Shirley Temple were my shit so the other day I went on a mission to find it I went to four different grocery stores and none of them had it the fourth one did and it was like four dollars per can which was a little bit painful but I knew it would be worth it to make me happy so anyway I have that here I'm gonna open it and drink it that is so good. Oh my goodness. If you're tuned in listening to this episode, you're probably excited about the new year, want a boost of motivation, some inspiration for the new year. You want 2024 to be your year. And I know that's a cliche thing to say, but you know what? I just think it's cute that we have this one time a year where it feels like such a big change is coming up, even though it's literally just another day, like nothing really changes on paper it does, but Regardless, I think it's a good excuse to get remotivated. I know I am super motivated by the start of a new year. Does it fizzle out usually a month in? Yes, but that's not the point. The first few weeks, I'm always just feeling a little bit more motivated and excited. So I wanted to make this podcast episode talking about how I think you can make 2024 your best year yet and kind of just go into it with the best mindset possible. I think that's what it's all about. So I wanted to talk about how I'm going to do that and how you can do that too. I know we're still two and a half-ish weeks out from the new year, but I'm someone who hates to be rushed. So I thought I'd put this episode out so you can listen to it when you feel like it's time for you to start thinking about these things. Don't feel rushed. I hate feeling rushed. So I'm just kind of excited to start taking little steps towards fully feeling prepared, ready, having like a good plan going into it. The first thing that's important to do when you're going into something new, whether that's anything new in your life, but specifically right now, a new year is to reflect, ask yourself what worked, what didn't, what am I proud of? What are things I want to continue? I think it's a really good time to reflect over the last 12 months And this could be a really good journal prompt, honestly. There's so many different questions you could ask yourself. And I think reflection really helps you realize what you want to continue doing and what you didn't like, what you did. You can always learn a lot from your past and apply it to the present, to the future. So I think it's important to do that when it comes to a new year. Sometimes we don't make enough time to check in with ourselves and ask ourselves how we're doing, kind of just do a little reflection. And so I think it's the perfect time to really sit down with yourself, ask yourself these questions and reflect on the good, the maybe not so good. I think there's so much to be learned from looking back. One of the most important steps that you cannot miss when you are entering a new year is reset time, cleaning your spaces. I'm talking physical, digital, mental, doing all the small things, cleaning out your car, your junk drawer, whatever it is, do it. And it might take a while. Like I said, I took so much of today to do that. And I feel like there's still more I could do. But I think when it comes to entering a new year, you want to 
not have any of that weight on your shoulders, whether that's the weight of clutter or just holding on to things that don't serve you anymore. Having a clean space is so nice. It does so much for your mental. And I always feel like when I have a clear space, I have a clear mind. And so going into a new year with a fresh space always feels so, so good. It just feels like you're starting off on the right foot. So clean all your physical spaces. Like I said, I feel like that's the obvious thing, obvious thing. And I feel like people tend to forget that we also in this day and age have a lot of digital clutter as well. So go through your camera roll. (laughs) That's literally the worst thing ever to do. That's something I pretty much usually only do on plane rides when I'm really desperate, but I'm constantly hoarding stuff on there. Screenshots, extra photos, whatever it is, literally taking the time. You can put on a show while you do this because it gets rather boring, but going through your camera roll is so nice to declutter all of that because then when you're looking for something, it's not as daunting and there's not so much stuff in there. Also going through all of your apps, I feel like there's so many that you probably don't even use that you don't even realize. We really only use maybe like 10 or 15 apps, maybe a few more, not on the regular And we have so many more that we just have downloaded. So really going through that, cleaning that out. And also on social media, clear out who you're following. I think that's so important. Your social media space should be a space where you feel like who you're following inspires you, makes you feel good. Social media shouldn't feel like a space where you feel bad about yourself. And I know what that feels like because I've been there too, but I've learned that social media is kind of what I make of it. I'm in control of who I follow and what content I consume if I'm seeing something I don't like. I'm not going to follow that person anymore. I know on TikTok, it's a little bit harder because you can't always control what you see, especially with the For You page, but especially on apps like Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube, you can kind of control what you're seeing based on who you follow. I am someone who will shamelessly unfollow people because I don't think it's that deep. If someone were to unfollow me, you do you. If you have a reason you need to do that, then you have to do it. I don't take stuff like that personally because I... It's such a minuscule thing in the grand scheme of things. Like, okay, someone unfollowed me. That's okay. Or if you feel like it's someone that you shouldn't, then you can always hit the mute button. Because I know there are some people that I feel like I have to keep following. But I don't really want to see their stuff. So the mute button's really, really helpful. Because sometimes, I get it, you don't want to start drama. So that's the perfect way to kind of do that. And then decluttering your mental space. I think this is equally as important as your digital or your physical Sometimes we hold so much in our heads. I think a brain dump is so important to do. I'm someone who has a lot of thoughts floating around in here. And if I don't let it out, it'll just get so noisy. So brain dumping has been always really, really helpful for me. Whatever's on your mind, put it on paper, write it down. You don't really realize the release that it can give you until you actually do it. So don't knock it into, try it, try it out. Just clearing out your mental space, getting yourself in the best mental space possible for a new year will help you welcome it. I think my reset routine going into the new year is my favorite part because I always just feel so much relief after and I feel so light and it's definitely my favorite part. Sometimes it's hard to find the motivation to do it. Today, like I said, I just woke up with a purpose to do it, but if you need to get motivated, putting on a little vlog of someone doing it is always really helpful. That's literally what I was doing today when I thought I might stop. I just kept watching these vlogs of other people doing it and that really motivated me. Or maybe you're listening to this episode while you're doing it. So this is your sign to keep going with that. Everyone's different when you approach the new year. I know everyone likes to handle it differently. 
So truly do whatever works for you. Don't feel like you have to follow exactly what I say. This is just kind of stuff that I like to do going into a new year. The planning part is kind of important to me. It's not everything to me because I'm someone who feels like I can't have everything planned out. I don't want to feel, I don't want to even try to just because things never go the way I plan. So whenever I do, sometimes I get a little frustrated because I just know it's not going to happen that way. So I've kind of been learning to let things come as they come and not plan crazy amounts of time in advance, just a little bit. But anyway, what I do like to do is kind of map out how I want to feel in the new year. Last year I had, well, this year I had a word of the year. That word was be. I just wanted to be in the moment more, be more present, just be, be happy, be all these different things. And I loved that word. I feel like I really embodied that this year. I really liked having a word of a year, a word of the year because it was less daunting than having all these goals. I'm someone who's always kept goals to a minimum. If I do write goals, maybe three to five, five max, just because I think when you start writing out 20, 30, 40 different goals for your new year, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for failure because that's just so much to think about. And there's no way you can possibly have all of those on your mind all the time unless you can, then good for you. But I feel like that's just a lot to take on, especially all at once. That's a lot of expectations to place on yourself. I feel like keeping it simple, keeping it concise is a good way to ensure that it's going to happen because it's easy to remember. It's right there. So I had a few goals for myself this year, but I mainly focused on my word of the year. So I definitely suggest doing that. But one of the ways that I like to kind of ensure that I'm going to have a good year is to visualize what the best version of myself looks like in that year. I think visualization is so powerful. So asking yourself, what is the best version of you look like? What are her habits? Who does she surround herself with? What does she eat? What does she wear? What are her routines? You can get so specific and minuscule and precise with this. And I think it's really important that you do because who you are is built in your daily routines and your daily habits and who you surround yourself with, and all these different things build up who you are. So if you look at it kind of from a bird's eye perspective and you visualize what the best version of you looks like, that already exists within you. It's just a matter of bringing it out. And so it's not this unattainable thing. It's so attainable. You know what that looks like for you. Everyone's best version of themselves looks different for oneself, but whatever that looks like for you, I think writing that down, getting really specific about what that looks like, is so helpful because then that's literally your step-by-step guide to how to become that. Another thing that's really popular to kind of manifest having a good year, your dream year, getting all the things that you want. I know people love vision boards. I'm not someone who's always done them. A few times I have, but you can get really creative with this and do it the old school way. Get some newspaper, get an actual board and do that and put it up somewhere in your home. Or you can do it on PicMonkey or Canva, whatever it is, make a digital version of it and make it your laptop wallpaper make it your phone wallpaper I think having those in your face all the time leaves it in your head and your stream of consciousness and you're more likely to attract those things when it's constantly in the back of your head constantly something you're thinking about and noticing if you're not someone who likes to do vision boards because I don't really do them a lot sometimes I have like I said I don't know if I will this year but even just having like a powerful mantra or something make that your wallpaper for your phone make that something you see all the time something we're not gonna do is bring our baggage from this year into next year i'm talking about 
the things you've been putting off. You know what that is for you because I know what they are for me. For example, certain appointments that you know you have to book that you haven't. For me, I've been putting off going to the dentist. (laughs) I've been meaning to do that for so long. That's something I refuse to take that into the new year with me. I got to leave it here. Do the thing. Schedule the appointment. Run whatever errands you've been meaning to run. Do the return that you haven't done yet that could expire very soon. So make sure you do it. Whatever that means for you, we're not carrying baggage like that into the new year. It's something, if it's something that's in your control, control it. I refuse to just let little things like that follow me and keep haunting me. So do the damn thing. This is your sign. And that's my guide to starting off the year on a strong note. I wanted to keep it pretty simple, pretty concise. You can change it to make it cater more towards you, but I kind of just wanted to keep it general things that I like to do. I think when people start throwing so many tips and so many things that you need to do, it kind of overwhelms me. So keep it simple. I think simple is always best. You can even take this and simplify it even more. Like I said, you got to do whatever works best for you, but I hope this episode inspired you. Hopefully you're feeling ready to take on this new year. I will talk to you all very soon. And that was everything on my mind. Thank you.